Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hey folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. U.S. prices stay high. Your news update, and we talk about video games on this edition of Arbitrage News Weekend, starting right now. Hello and welcome to Arbitrage News Weekend for May the 13th, 2023. I'm Joshua Stark. In April, consumer prices in the United States continued to rise, and although measures of underlying inflation remained high, this suggests that any future decline in inflation is likely to be slow and uneven. The government reported a 0.4% increase in prices from March to April, which is a significant jump from the 0.1% increase from February to March. Compared to the previous year, prices rose by 4.9%, which is slightly lower than March's year-over-year increase and the smallest annual increase in two years. But despite the rise in price pressure, the latest data does indicate some signs of cooling inflation. For instance, grocery prices fell for the second consecutive month, and the cost of many services such as airline fares and hotel rooms dropped significantly. While apartment rents did rise in April, the increase was slower than in previous months. No sooner did ChatGPT get unleashed than hackers started jailbreaking the artificial intelligence chatbot, trying to override its safeguards so that it would blurt out something unhinged or obscene. But now its maker OpenAI and other major AI providers such as Google and Microsoft are coordinating with the Biden administration to let thousands of hackers take a shot at testing the limits of their technology. Some of the things they'll be looking to find how can chatbots be manipulated to cause harm? Will they share the private uh, information we confide in them to other users? And why do they assume a doctor is a man and a nurse is a woman? This is why we need thousands of people, said Roman Chowdhury, a coordinator of the mass hacking event planned for this summer's DEF CON hacker convention in Las Vegas that is expected to draw several thousand people. The BlackBerry, once a ubiquitous device, is now considered an outdated relic that people had before they had bought an iPhone. Its manufacturer, a Canadian company, is now valued at $3 billion, a significant drop from its peak value of $85 billion in 2008 when it controlled almost half of the smartphone market. Nevertheless, the legacy of the BlackBerry is worth remembering, and audiences will have the opportunity to learn about its origins in the new film titled BlackBerry, which was released in theaters this week. The film is the latest addition to the growing number of movies and TV shows that explore the technology industry's penchant for groundbreaking innovation, blind ambition, ego clashes, and power struggles that ultimately turn into morality tales. 
Earlier this week, a metallic object, believed to be a meteorite, created a hole in the roof of a home in central New Jersey. It then bounced around a bedroom, smashing into a hardwood floor. The family who owns the home found the black potato-sized rock in a corner, still emitting heat. Fortunately, no one was injured and there was no significant damage to the property, according to police in Hopewell Township, located north of the state capital, Trenton. The object measures approximately 4 by 6 inches and weighs around 4 pounds, as per the police report. Susie Kopp, the homeowner, said that her family initially thought that someone had thrown a rock into an upstairs bedroom on Monday, but it soon became apparent that this was not the case. The family intends to meet with an astrophysicist who will examine the object further. News and more next on Arbitrage Weekend. Stick around. It's going to be fun, I promise. I'm Smokey Bear, and I made an assistant to help you prevent wildfires. Dude, I've got this. I've been camping since I was five years old. But I am a camping influencer. You know what? I'll bet you five bucks. Assistant Smokey, what is the best way to put out a campfire? To put out a campfire, drown with water, stir, drown again. Then make sure the fire is out cold by feeling with the back of your hand. Wait, really? I'll take the five bucks. Learn more at SmokeyBear.com. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. This week's arbitrage blog includes what is Kratom? Okay. Iger, six months in again. Iger uppercut. Huh? Oh, continue. Okay. <laughs> and we talk Gaming Hall of Fame. All this and more in this week's Arbitrage blog, available now at arbitragetrade.com. Now, right now, let's go to the president and CEO of Arbitrage, Royce Wells, for more. Oh, you get... You, you didn't give me a chance. I'm sorry. Ah. <laughs> Won't happen again today. Well, okay. On this segment. Yeah, I know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> if y'all only knew... <laughs> Ari wrote us an article this week about oh, something excellent. called Kratom. 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 Is that like Scrapple? No. Oh, okay. What's it and like? It's not kryptonite and it's not radioactive. Apparently, it's a plant and it belongs to the same family as the coffee plant. Now, okay. Now, these uh, plants are being eaten in a therapeutic way, like mud water? Kind of thing. Um, okay. Caffeine is is supposed to be a deterrent in the same way that capsaicin in, in pepper plants is a deterrent to keep the fruit from being eaten by animals who have a sense of taste involving spice. Instead of caffeine, however, kratom contains something called mitragenine and 7-hydroxy... Metagrenine? Sure. <sighs> you know, we're going to have to get Hari on here to pronounce some of these things. <laughs> Mitragagnine. <laughs> okay. There's Mitra... There, wait, there's Mitra... Mitra... Mitragynine. And then Hydromitragynine. Hydrooxamitragynine. And there you go. There See? we go. Which can interact with opioid receptors in the brain. The effect is similar. Kratom can be used as a mild sedative pleasure enhancer or, and or for pain management. Again, this is no surprise because, you know... Migraines, caffeine plus uh, acetaminophen. I get it. Exactly, right? So, you know, we we found a lot of native plants to to help us out. Now, why are we talking about kratom? Well, 
The U.S. Marshals earlier this year seized about $3 million worth of kratom from an Oklahoma-based company that was selling kratom as a supplement. The FDA stepped up and they said, hey, there are some potential dangers of kratom use, um, but it's not approved technically, and it hasn't really been tested technically by so the how FDA. can they seize it if it's not been tested and hasn't been approved it's not fda approved and it's not been fda tested and you can't say that it has unless it has understood oh wait they were saying that however however in 2016 the dea moved to have kratom classified as a schedule one drug that has uh-huh. no medical uses but a high potential of abuse Ah, yeah. So we are not uh, we're not oh. doctors or anything like that. We're oh, not. but it was reversed because of public outcry. Okay, right. right Never right. mind. We're we're, good. we're not recommending its use nor disrecommending its use, but it is illegal in five states. Yikes! And the FDA last April released a, a public statement saying, "Hey, it's got the potential. You know, it's got similar properties to opioids and the potential for addiction." Should it be taken seriously? I don't know. Royce doesn't know. But Wait a minute. People get addicted to coffee all the time. That's what I'm saying. Caffeine withdrawals. Yep. Those are real. I got to get some coffee more after this. Espresso. Hey, wouldn't it be great if life came with a remote control? You know, you could hit pause when you needed to or hit rewind. Like that time you knocked down that wasp's nest. Uh-oh. Well, life doesn't always give you time to change the outcome, but pre-diabetes does. With early diagnosis and a few healthy changes, you can stop pre-diabetes before it leads to type 2 diabetes. To learn your risk, take the one-minute test today at doihaveprediabetes.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and its pre-diabetes awareness partners. When might you be buzzed? When you suddenly love everything. You guys, I love this song! I love these nachos. I love our kickball league. Oh, I love this guy. What's your name? You know what I'd love? A ride when it's time to head out. If you see a buzzed warning sign, call for a ride when it's time to go home. Buzz driving is drunk driving. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. I love your car. Is this real leather? To protect her home and family in a disaster, Karen was willing to wade through water, mud, and insurance paperwork. Yeah, I can do this. You go, Karen! By simply understanding and updating what her insurance covers and doesn't cover now, she'll be better prepared no matter when disaster strikes. Learn other simple ways to protect your home and family before a natural disaster at ready.gov. That's ready.gov. A message from FEMA and the Ad Council. We've been talking about electric vehicles for a while here on the Arbitrage News, and and now uh, Caroline Hollis, our Director of Education, has been doing a series on it. If you have not read her articles, please do so at arbitragetrade.com forward slash blog. Caroline, welcome to the show. Thank you, Josh. It's good to be back again this week. Yeah. Uh, Caroline... Electric vehicles, we can definitely say that they've been more popular for the past few years. Um, So EVs need to be charged. Yes. And the EV charging infrastructure, kind of the need for it has kind of increased. Yes. um, A lot of people are able to charge their cars at home if they have a home. 
Um, so a lot of the problem comes in with people who live in a condo or an apartment where they don't have a garage or a place where they can install a charger. Um, and also for uh, road trips where you might need a longer range than just your normal daily commute. So as people are buying more electric vehicles, the need for this infrastructure has greatly increased. Right. So there were about 108,000 public charging ports in the U.S. in 2021. That's nearly one port for every gas station in the United States. But every gas station has between 6 and 12 gas pumps. That's every that's one EV charging port available for every 6 to 12 gas pumps. That's not a great ratio. No, it's really not. Yeah. Um, we were talking earlier. I have a, have a neighbor who uh, has a Chevy Spark, and I don't know how she charges her, her Spark. I'm curious because we don't, have a, we don't have a charging port outside of the house. I have a friend who has a Tesla Model S Plaid. It's the biggest one. And he had a three-phase charger, 220, um, installed at the house now that's thousands of dollars right it, it seems to be that that our infrastructure isn't growing as fast as our need for evs absolutely it is not um one of the things in the bipartisan infrastructure bill um they have allocated some money for that and recently the transportation secretary uh pete Buttigieg, they've recently actually uh, taken that budget and have allocated that. So hopefully uh, some areas will start to see more EV charging infrastructure from that act, which I think was about a year and a half ago. So it's taken a little time to get the budget worked out, but they have been making progress on that. Right, right. Uh, you have uh, private businesses that are installing uh, installing chargers, Chipotle, for example, uh, Choice Hotels, International, Walmart, they're installing fast chargers. Another thing is, is that, is that um, Tesla is opening up their chargers to non-Tesla vehicles. Yes, Rivian is also doing the same. Right. So the cars can come with an adapter so that non-brand cars can still use their fast chargers. That sounds awesome. Uh, the thing is, is that long range, you know, there's this thing called range anxiety, right? There's there's this thing where, you know, it could could run out of charge before the the reaching of the destination or other charger right that's one of the reasons we don't have one we need to be able to make the trip to my in-laws house and there is not currently an ev available with that range so yep. we're in that boat they're working on it though and we'll keep uh, keep you apprised go to the blog read all about it sometimes i just cannot believe all the storms we've gone through here I can only hope that we'll be able to leave this house to you one day, baby. You're our legacy. Planning for these disasters will make sure we're safe and is the best way to protect that legacy. You know what? We should make an emergency communication plan. That way we're ready this year. At my dorm, we have emergency kits for earthquakes and wildfires, but I'm sure there's something more local I can send you with the link. Okay, smart. protect your legacy. Visit ready.gov forward slash plan for the tools and tips you need to start your emergency preparedness plan today. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council.
There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. It's been six months since Bob Iger canceled his retirement, stepped back into the top role at Disney to right a number of wrongs under uh, Bob Chapek. Um, now, one might argue, Royce, that Bob Chapek had a hard job because he ushered Disney into the COVID era. And, you know, as well as I do, we had a period that, you know, we had a period where we couldn't do anything, right? Yeah, that that was bad. Kind of sucks. Yeah. Kind of sucks. But... Chapek also did some things that were not liked. Um, the perception of a customer, of a business first, customer last mentality, raising prices, reducing services. Um, at least that's the perception, right? Um, but Bob Iger uh, came back in and stepped out of retirement to try to try to to do. Uh, some good, right? Under- hey, no good deed goes unpunished. What did he get in? What did he get into? Well, that's true. That's true. He he actually um, walked the parks with Josh Demaro, who's the the chairman of Disney Parks. Um, he was at Disney World in Orlando, Disney World or Disneyland Paris, and Tokyo Disney, talking to guests and cast members, and he's he's taking a personal interest in. Oh, this. That actually, does sound like he still cares. That's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He resigned uh, as he rejoined Disney. Excuse me. He rejoined Disney in uh, in November, taking back the company from Bob Chapek, and it was uh, it was met with a lot of fanfare. Um, the changes that were rolled out uh, are are some really good ones, and he's really ramped it up. Uh, and he said this, I think in our zeal to grow profits, we may have been a little bit too aggressive with some of our theme park pricing. And I think that there's a way to continue to grow the business, but be smarter about how we price uh, so that we maintain that brand value of accessibility. Now, you know, Disney is a business just like any other. Correct. Just like our country is also a business. True. True. So... You know, when when you have a CEO that's not quite doing uh, the right things, you know, uh, and, and misrepresenting the company such as Chapek did, it's interesting to me that they just they slid Iger right back in, and he took he took control, and he he took the reins, and it, it's really interesting to me. 
Well, I will say it's lonely at the top. So basically when you have to make the decisions and then stand by the decisions that you make, it, it can be a little bit stressful. A whole lot of anxiety could be involved. So I know uh, two, um, uh, what's his name? Chepek? Chepek. Chepek. Uh, you know, hey, he may not have had all the decision or all information or all the experience that the other Bob had. So it's like, well, hey, you too too quick. This is not how the culture works. Let's let's take a back seat. Let's rearrange some priorities and let's get back out there and basically make the customers happy. Yeah, we don't know anything about that around here, do we? No, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> Heavy is the head that wears the crown. For sure. Anyone want a crown? <laughs> no, thank you, sir. Oh. No, thank you. I think I'm good. But uh, we're continuing to follow this. You know that there's also a lawsuit uh, a factor involved with the state of Florida. And we're following that on our blog as well at arbitragetrade.com forward slash blog. More after this. I'm Smokey Bear, and I made an assistant to help you prevent wildfires. Dude, I've got this. I've been camping since I was five years old. But I am a camping influencer. You know what? I'll bet you five bucks. Assistant Smokey, what is the best way to put out a campfire? To put out a campfire, drown with water, stir, drown again. Then make sure the fire is out cold by feeling with the back of your hand. Wait, really? I'll take the five bucks. Learn more at SmokeyBear.com. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. Why was the basketball court all wet? Because the players kept dribbling on it. <laughs> the dad joke. Corny, groan-worthy, but also one of the simplest ways to share a moment with your kids. What did the buffalo say when he dropped his son off for school? Bye, son. So take a moment to make your kid laugh, because dad jokes rule. Make your kid laugh today. Go to fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. David Grantham is here, our tech guy. David, when's the last time you logged into Facebook? Man, you're you're making me feel bad. Uh, so you're talking about me being a tech guy in Facebook. Man, you're making me so uncool. Uh, it's been a few days, but uh, I guess I'm in that middle age tier. It's been two minutes. Oh, wow. Two minutes for me. I, I use Facebook Marketplace. Uh, everybody pretty much knows I'm, I'm, you know, getting a new house and trying to get that set up. And, and uh, yeah, Facebook Marketplace has kind of been, kind of been the thing. But it's not for younger people, is it? No. Uh, I have a niece and nephew who also do social media. Not as much as my kids. But uh, when I mention Facebook to them, they kind of go, Ooh, Facebook. I imagine it's kind of like, uh, kind of like what, 2005 when we went, Ooh, MySpace. Yeah, and then, you know, the people who did it, ooh, MySpace said, ooh, Alta Vista, or ooh, all these old things. So, ooh, yeah. Prodigy. Yes, is it, is it, or AOL. Ooh, CompuSpace. Right, right. <laughs> really showing my age now. You know, it's, it's interesting, though, that Facebook is not hurting because it owns the number two social media in the land, Instagram. So they're, they're still getting... They're still getting traffic through Instagram, uh, which I also check every day. Now, keep in mind, I do social media around here, so part of it's the job. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. People are either 
you know, having their work related to social media or they're an influencer, so they want to get as much reach as possible. So they'll, they'll use all the channels they can. But now you've got these short form pieces like TikTok and, you know, it's, it's kind of like flavor of the year, like we were talking about earlier, mm. where you, Facebook has outlasted other guys. And, you, you know, maybe there's something to it. I'm, I'm not going to completely diss on Facebook. Mark Zuckerberg had a good product that's lasted 20 years. Well, yeah, I mean, according to this, uh, according to, to our research, uh, 3 billion people check it each month. That's more than a third of the world's population. And 2 billion of those people log in every day. Yeah, I mean, so they've got great reach. They just got to figure out how to continue it. And that don't fall into the trap of all these other tech companies that they just die because their user base ages out. Right, right, right. And it's similar, like I said, it's similar to rival MySpace. Uh, the cool kids, you know, had a chance to had a chance to, to use MySpace. And I remember you used to be able to to uh, put clips of your favorite songs on MySpace. And it launched a year earlier than Facebook. And now 2005, Facebook, and then it was sold to News Corporation in 2005, um, MySpace was. So, you know. Yeah, you never know what the future holds. You know, Facebook's, you know, Mark, Facebook and Mark Zuckerberg are throwing out, we're going to use AI to enhance blah, blah, blah. Everybody has a darn AI strategy, and it's so overcooked. I think really what's going to make or break Facebook at this point is their whole meta thing. It kind of flopped. Let's see how they pivot. Let's let's see what happens there. They still own Oculus. It's still an awesome thing. So we'll we'll see what happens. More after this on Arbitrage News. Thanks, David. Oh, you're welcome. Hey, hon. What you doing with your phone? Taking pictures? No, I'm asking questions. Like what? Hey, Bobo, do flowers have best friends? I'm sorry. I'm afraid I don't know that. Hey, follow me. I want to show you something. Look, flowers do have best friends. Whoa. Some answers can only be found in nature. Discover the unsearchable. Visit discovertheforest.org to find a trail near you. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. What is dedication? My daughter is biological and my son is adopted. I love them both so much. From the morning when you wake up to putting them to bed at night and every moment in between. I think a parent's job is to protect our children but also prepare them for the world so they become good, kind human beings. That's dedication. Find out more at fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Hey, Royce, let's go on vacation. Um, I'm game. Where are we going? Rochester, New York. Why in the world would we go there? <laughs> it's the video game Hall of Fame, my friend. Uh, oh, come on. You know you'd have fun there. Shinobi, Defender. There you go. Gattaca, there you go. Metroid, the original Metroid. Yep. Link, the second Link. Link to the past. <laughs> Majora's Mask. A Majora Rum. Is there Rum. such a thing as too many Links? Uh, no. no. Link's Awakening. No. Actually, I did not like which one. Oh. Skyward Fall. Skyward Sword? Sky- did not. Horrible. 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 It's... 
I'm sorry. If I told him to get out, I'd probably get fired. <laughs> um, no, uh, you'd be advised to take administrative leave <laughs> for a certain advised. duration until you come to your senses. Be advised. Oh, my goodness. Okay, so the reason why I'm asking, the reason why I'm talking about this is that uh, the the video game Hall of Fame uh, just released their listing for what they are bringing into the uh, the the class of 2023, and some really interesting choices here that I wanted to go over. You know, we've talked about how how you can collect video games and the pricing and that sort of thing. But uh, these are games that that have shaped culture, kind of. Uh, for example, uh, Computer Space. Computer Space was the first uh, first coin-operated arcade video game. Oh, it nice! Was, yeah, it definitely belongs there. Then <clears throat> was built by Nutting Associates in 1971. And uh, it was recognized for proving that video games could reach paying audiences outside of the labs where they were being developed. Now, I don't know if you're familiar with early video games. Most of them were oscilloscope-based, right? Yep. And uh, they just took a GE television, plopped it into a very nice fiberglass case, uh, put a switch on there that, that took quarters, and boom, you have a video game. I like it. The, the developers of Computer Space went on to establish Atari. So yep. that's kind of huge, right? Yep. There was no video game industry back in the back in the early 70s. 1,300, 2,600, 2,800. There you go. What? What? 7,800. 7,800. 5,200, 7,800. Yep. Yeah. All those. There you go. All of those. So not only did Asteroid. Hey, man, come on. Right. There we oh, go. I there knew you'd go. have that handy. I have I have a cartridge of asteroids in my office. So uh, another another one that was inducted into the Hall of Fame was Barbie Fashion Designer. Oh, my daughter would like that. It was the first video game to actually target girls, uh, letting them design and print clothes for their Barbie dolls. So I have them to blame. Got it. Yep. 500,000 copies were sold in two months after its 1996 release that expanded uh, audiences for video games, but also began a discussion about gender and stereotypes in gaming. Um, that's that, I think that's pretty significant. Um, another one was The Last of Us, which we've talked about before, um, has a female protagonist in it, so that's pretty cool. Still have not played that game. With the male. Uh, once again, you know, what are you doing? I identify as Call of Duty Mild Warfare. Uh, good for you there, buddy. All righty then. Dude. Well, everybody have a great weekend. We'll see you Monday on Arbitrage News. What? Arbitrage Trade Analytics, LLC, is a privately held research company. Arbitrage Trade Analytics, LLC, is solely responsible for the preparation and distribution of the contents of this podcast. The opinions offered in this podcast are for informational purposes only and are not intended to function as investment advice. Seek a duly licensed professional for investment advice. For more information about the informational research and services offered by Arbitrage Trade Analytics, LLC, please visit arbitragetrade.com. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.